0: It's 11 o'clock. I'm Todd Harding. The top stories. Health officials warn of a new wave of COVID infections over the winter. The chief executive sets his sights on attracting medical and IT talents from overseas. And miners have for the first time pleaded guilty to violating the national security law. Health officials have warned that daily COVID cases are expected to climb further and there could be a new wave of infections over the winter. Of the 6,389 cases reported today, 179 were imported. Dr. Albert Al from the Centre for Health Protection says the proportion of cases involving the Omicron subvariant BA.5 has risen to 30%. He believes that's one of the reasons why the number of cases is increasing.
1: We expect that in the near future we will have a high percentage of BA.5 cases, and that will cause cases to grow further. For many of the confirmed cases then if uh, they have not been fully vaccinated then uh, the risk of reinfection can be high so we are worried that as we enter into winter there will be another wave of outbreak."
0: Five more patients aged between 55 and 99 have passed away. None were fully vaccinated. A paediatrician says more than 60 children have been diagnosed with a post-COVID condition that can affect multiple organs and require long-term monitoring. Dr Mike Kwan, an assistant professor of paediatrics at the University of Hong Kong, said children who suffer from multisystem inflammatory syndrome, or MISC may experience symptoms such as fever, skin rashes and conjunctivitis. He called on parents to get their children vacc- vaccinated, saying it could allow them to avoid MISC. As we all know, the proportion of children contracting COVID has increased recently, so we expect that there will be more MISC cases. In fact, there have been more such cases in the past week. There was a new case a few days ago. Fortunately, the patient's recovering nicely after receiving treatment. Chief Executive John Lee has held a two-hour policy address consultation session with more than 100 people from public committees. Topics raised by many participants included boosting housing supply and attracting talent to the city. Mr Lee said Hong Kong would definitely be competing to secure talent that's in short supply here, such as in the medical and IT sectors but the government also values local talent. He added that his administration would look into any new ideas for building more public housing units. We're
1: all concerned about the housing issues. That's why I've set up two task forces, which are action-oriented and are not committees that just have meetings and empty talks topics that have been mentioned, like transitional housing and renewal plans are under our radar and being assessed.
0: Six people linked to the pro-independence group returning valiant have pleaded guilty at the district court to conspiracy to incite others to subvert state power. The six, aged between 16 and 26, admitted to committing the offence between January and May last year. It's the first time minors have pleaded guilty to violating the national security law. A seventh defendant in the case, Choi Wing Kit, said he would enter his plea after he'd reviewed the revised case summary. The Secretary for Security, Chris Tang, says authorities are trying to ensure the safety of 14 Hong Kong people who've sought help, saying they're being held captive in Southeast Asia. Ten are believed to be in Myanmar and four in Cambodia. Fourteen others who sought help are now reported to be safe, and ten of those have returned to the SAR. Mr Tang said those who need assistance can reach out to officials through a new WhatsApp number.
1: We are on one hand carrying out investigations here in Hong Kong. At the same time, we are comprehensively liaising with others, including our foreign ministry, the commissioner's office of foreign ministry, the Interpol and relevant local authorities, to hopefully through all means to rescue these people. Because this involves rescuing people, I'm not suitable to disclose too much about the actual operation. —
0: Overseas, President Volodymyr Zelensky of Ukraine has said a visit by international inspectors could help restore the safety of the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant, which is occupied by Russian troops. He was speaking after Moscow indicated it might give access to the International Atomic Energy Agency. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past eleven. Back to local news, Commerce Chief Algonon Yao says the government must take a cautious approach when assessing whether quarantine requirements for incoming travellers can be further adjusted, as Hong Kong's Covid caseload has risen. He said the move to three days of hotel quarantine had only been in effect for about a week and officials will need more time to collect data and review the arrangement. Mr Yao said there will be scope for further easing of the rules if the tally goes down. It will take a bit of time to understand the situation before we can consider any further
1: arrangement in future. And actually the number of cases came up yesterday from 5,000 to 6,000, so we need to be very careful about the development, especially when it comes to winter, the um, crew together with the
0: uh, pandemic will be in consideration before we can make any further changes. Officials in the northern Indian state of Himachal Pradesh pradesh say at least 15 people have died in flash floods and landslides triggered by heavy monsoon rains the worst affected area was the district of Mandi, where water swept away two houses killing eight people the remaining casualties were caused by landslides and flooding in other parts of the state greece has ended 12 years of fiscal surveillance by the european union part of the price for being bailed out from a crushing debt crisis The Prime Minister, Kyriakos Mitsotakis, said new horizons lay ahead filled with growth and prosperity. The BBC's Sasha Slichter reports. In November 2009, Athens revealed a sharp rise in its public deficit that eventually led to a financial crisis across the Eurozone and wreaked havoc on Greek finances for a decade. To stop Greece from crashing out of the Eurozone, Brussels negotiated a bailout worth nearly a third of a trillion dollars, but on condition it implemented across-the-board reforms, among them deep government spending and salary cuts, tax hikes and privatisations. Today, the Prime Minister spoke of an end to 12 years of pain, economic stagnation and division. The Zulu nation in South Africa is crowning a new king. The coronation ceremony for Prince Mizuzulu is the first such event for 50 years. It follows the long reign of King Goodwill Zwelithini, who died in March last year. The BBC's Nomza Maseko says the new king will have considerable influence.
1: Even though he does not hold any political power, but he does have influence. The Zulus are the biggest ethnic group group in this country and you would need the buy-in of a king um so that he does uh you know promote social cohesion um within his subjects and the zulu people are known um to follow that kind of protocol and they do listen to their king
0: Somali security forces are continuing to battle an unknown number of Islamist gunmen who stormed the Hayat Hotel in the capital Mogadishu yesterday evening. Local people report gunfire, explosions and smoke billowing from the roof of the hotel. At least 12 people have been killed. Anxious relatives have gathered outside the hotel. The BBC's Mercy Juma has the latest.
1: Police said attackers detonated two explosives outside the Hayat Hotel before entering the building and opening fire. There's The assault triggered a fierce gunfight between security forces and the gunmen who are still holed up inside the building, according to security officials. Those rescued say they saw bodies all over. The al-Qaeda-linked terrorist group al-Shabaab has claimed responsibility for the attack. The Hayat is a popular hotel frequented by government officials and some are believed to still be trapped within the hotel.
0: Ethiopian Airlines, Africa's largest, has suspended two pilots while it investigates the possibility they fell asleep during a flight from the Sudanese capital Khartoum to Addis Ababa on Monday. Reports say air traffic control at Addis Ababa temporarily lost contact with the crew of the Boeing 737, who were reportedly woken up by an alarm triggered when the autopilot disconnected. To the weather forecast, mainly cloudy with a few showers and a few squally thunderstorms in the morning. Temperatures in the region of 27 to 32 degrees. It'll be hot with sunny periods in the afternoon and moderate south to southeasterly winds fresh offshore. The outlook mainly fine and very hot on Monday and on Tuesday. To end the news, the top stories once again. Health officials warn of a new wave of Covid infections over the winter. The chief executive sets his sights on attracting medical and IT talents from overseas and miners have, for the first time, pleaded guilty to violating the national security law. And that's the news from RTHK.